Greetings and welcome to Sojourn of Souls. Here at Sojourn of Souls, we want to extend to everyone throughout the world a joyous and blessed Easter season. We are delighted to count all of you as part of our company as we trek together in this world so, so that we can live eternally with God in the next. Just a reminder, if you find that traveling with us is useful, we encourage you to follow us and share our podcast, Soldier of Souls, with your friends and family. You are our only sales force. So don't be shy about spreading the word. Hi, I'm Deacon Tim Vaughn. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the Miraculous Medal. Many of us wear the Miraculous Medal, but do we know the story behind this medal? It is a fascinating story, one that needs to be remembered. Our Lady said to St. Catherine Labouret, All who wear it will receive great graces. They should wear it around the neck. Graces will abound for persons who wear it with confidence. Padre Pio also said, Abandon yourselves to the hands of Mary. She will take care of you. Following this amazing advice, let us begin this episode with a Hail Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of us wear the miraculous medal, but we don't know a lot about it. We know that Mary is on one side, and we know that the letter M and other stuff is on the other side of the medal. However, there's a great story about both sides of the medal and what they mean. The medal was originally named the Immaculate Conception, but as the devotion to this medal occurred and so many had miracles that happened to them through it, it started to be properly known as the Miraculous Medal. Let us start now at the beginning. This is the story of St. Catherine Labouret, a young nun of the Congregation of the Daughters of Charity, the St. Vincent de Paul in Rue de Blanc, Paris. St. Catherine's mother died on the 9th of October of 1815 when Catherine was only nine years old. It has been said that St. Catherine picked up a statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary, kissed it, and said, Now you are my mother. This began the great devotion that St. Catherine had toward our Blessed Lady. A couple of years after her mother's death, Catherine experienced a dream of an, old, of an old priest motioning her to a room full of sick people. It is a good deed to look after the sick. God has designs on you. Don't forget it. In later years, during a visit to our Daughters of Charity Hospital, 
Catherine saw a picture of the old priest on the wall, and she discovered that it was of the founder, St. Vincent de Paul. Catherine immediately knew that she was going to become a member of St. Vincent's order. In January of 1830, Catherine Labore entered the novitiate of the Daughters of Charity. Now, there are many detailed accounts of what happened to King St. Catherine next. So, let us delve into it a little bit. And as I researched this topic, I found several different versions of the same story, with some giving a lot more detailed than others. So I tried to make this simple and as easy as possible so you can understand what happened on these particular visions that St. Catherine had of our Blessed Virgin Mary. And there's so much online if you want to learn more about the Miraculous Medal and the life of St. Catherine. As I mentioned earlier, Catherine had this tremendous devotion to our Blessed Mother, and she wanted so dearly to see Mary. On July the 18th, 1830, Catherine had prayed to Jesus with fervor in order to grant her the wish to see the Virgin Mary. She woke that night around 11.30 p.m. because she heard someone calling her name. She saw this mysterious child at the foot of her bed, inviting her to get up. The child said, the Virgin Mary is waiting for you. The child told her while emanating rays of light at each step. Now, how would you feel if this was happening to you? Would you be skeptical? Would you think you were just simply dreaming? Wanting to go back to sleep? A bit uncertain? Scared? How did Catherine respond? With Catherine's deep faith, she identified the child as her own guardian angel. He led her into the chapel where Mary is waiting for her, sitting on the right hand of the altar. And Catherine said, Then I flung myself close to her, falling on my knees on the altar steps, my hands resting on her knees. That was the sweetest moment of my life. It would be impossible for me to say what I felt. The Most Holy Virgin told me how I should behave with my confessor and many other things. The Blessed Virgin also told Catherine that she would be given a mission with all the graces necessary to complete it. Our Lady said, God wishes to charge you with a mission. You will be contradicted but do not fear. You will have the grace to do what is necessary. Tell your spiritual director all that passes within you. Times are evil in France and the world. The most important thing I think from this particular comment from Our Lady is that she says, you will have the grace to do what is necessary. Now, just as a little side note, we don't realize that God often gives us the grace to do what is necessary to complete our task. We just don't realize it. 
So let's try to have the faith of St. Catherine in this way. Now let us continue with our story. During the second apparition, which occurred on November 27, 1830, around 5.30 p.m., the Virgin Mary entrusted Catherine with the forge of the miraculous metal. She showed herself inside an oval frame, standing upon a globe with rays of light from her hands towards the globe. And around the frame it says, O Mary conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. Mary asked Catherine to take these images to her confessor, Father Jean-Marie Adedel, telling him that they should be placed on the medallions. All who wear it, she said, will receive great graces. At first, the priest did not believe Catherine. But after two years, he brought her story to the archbishop. The archbishop ordered 2,000 medals struck. The medals were dispersed so rapidly and effectively, it was said to be miraculous. The Virgin showed Catherine what the medal should look like. And Catherine said Mary's feet were upon a half globe during the apparition, which symbolizes the earth and crushing of a green and yellow snake's head. The Virgin's hands were adorned with rings and precious stones, with projected rays of light of different intensity and colors downward. Mary explained to Catherine that those rays symbolized the graces I shed upon those who asked for them. Catherine saw some kind of oval frame appearing around Mary in the writing from her right hand to her left hand, creating a semicircle of words in gold that said, O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to you. Now let's look about what is on the front and the back of the miraculous medal. On the front of the medal, we see Mary crushing the head of the serpent over the world. She is the Immaculate and has all power and virtue of her grace and triumph over Satan. The color of her dress and the draw of stars over her head, she is the woman of the Apocalypse, dressed with the sun. Her hands, submitting grace, her mission of mother and mediator of grace, dispensing graces over the whole world, whoever asks for them. The dogma of the Immaculate Conception, which was defined in 1854, if you go back and listen to my podcast on St. Bernadette, the Immaculate Conception is the intercession, trust, and recourse to the Mother. The globe is at our feet, the sin of the world. The globe in our hands, the world offered to Jesus through our hands. Let us look to the back. The cross, the mystery of redemption price that Jesus paid for us obedience, sacrifice, and offering. The symbol M, the symbol of Mary and her spiritual maternity. The bar is the letter of the Greek alphabet, Yota, or I, is a monogram of the name of Jesus, 
representing the mother of Jesus crucified. The twelve stars, symbol of the church that Christ founded upon the apostles and is born at Calvary from his pierced heart. The two hearts, the gold redemption, indissolvable unity, future devotion to two hearts and their reign. If you don't have a miraculous medal, get one and have it blessed with a blessing to the miraculous medal and wear it around your neck. So let us pray the prayer to Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Virgin Mother of God, Mary Immaculate, we dedicate and consecrate ourselves to you under the title of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal. May this medal be for each one of us a sure sign of your affection for us and a constant reminder of our duties towards you. Ever wearing it, may it be blessed by your loving protection and preserved in the grace of your Son. Most powerful Virgin, Mother of our Savior, keep us close to you every moment of our lives. Obtain for us your children the grace of a happy death, so that in union with you we may enjoy the bliss of heaven forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So until we meet again, may the Lord bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And remember Jesus' words, Wide is the road to destruction. So we remind you, stay on the path, and we ask that St. Raphael, the Archangel of Travelers, God speed you on your Sojourn.